Welcome back to Say It Ain't So Joe. My name is Joe and I've got something to say. Today is season one, episode 13, lucky 13. The truth shall set you free. I would think that most of you have heard that quote. And you know, it's funny, I was just looking it up to see who said that. Because I thought all this time it was some like famous general or admiral or old school president or the founders of our country. I thought it was one of those guys that said it. Because <laughs> if you think about it, it makes sense because it means, you know, if you speak the truth, you'll be free. You know, or, you know, instead of uh, keeping some dark secret, it's like freeing to be truthful, right? That's what I thought it meant all these years and probably most of my life. But it turns out that I, I guess I forgot or never realized or never knew. But it was a quote from Jesus Christ. And he basically it had nothing to do with what I'm talking about now. What it really, what, what he was doing was Jesus Christ was talking to some people. Uh, and he was basically saying that if you believe the truth that he's the Messiah, that will free you. So it had it, it totally meant something different than what I've been thinking all this time. But anyway, I kind of like the I, I like the fact that I I was thinking it was something else. I don't know for some reason it makes more sense to me that that expression means that if you speak the truth, you'll be free, right? As opposed to keeping some dark secret. And uh, I mean, we all have that personal truth that we don't want to get out, right? That we don't want to be exposed. So anyway, I'm going to go with the the meaning of what I thought it was all this time because to me it makes more sense. But anyway, the pro- I mean, I I believe in that expression: "The truth shall set you free." In regards to you know what I was what I'm thinking about, just speaking the truth and being free and not keeping secrets. That that's kind of I like that meaning better, to be honest. Um, the problem with that though is that there is no truth anymore. You know, I mean, grow, I'm, a, I'm 60 years old, and growing up, I don't recall, like, I don't recall any major, I mean, there were a few instances over the years with presidents over the years where, you know, there was some issue, right, of, of truth, so to speak, or some, you know, scandal. Like, again, I was a little too young to understand that whole Watergate, Watergate situation with Nixon. I knew it involved tapes or recordings. Again, I don't even know, I, still, still to this day, I, I don't even know what happened back then. And then what happened? And then what? Since then, what was it? it was uh, I guess my first memory after that was um, basically Bill Clinton, you know, getting a little something, something in the Oval Office by what's her name? What's that girl's name again? Monica Lewinsky, and he totally lied about that, you know, when he said I did not have sexual relations with that woman. You know, we knew that was a lie, but that was like the first experience that I had where a president lied about something or got caught. Right. Um, although I was listening to someone the other day, and, and I, I think it was Dan Bongino, and he mentioned it was one of the it was the one of the Bush presidents who, I guess, lied to the American people to invade. Was it Iraq? Something like that. And to say that I wasn't again, I wasn't politically aware most of my life. So really, Bill Clinton was the first person that, you know, to me was caught in some lie. And then it was Barack Obama, where they, where it was—I don't even know if it was if it was discovered or not—where he, he was fake. It was a fake birth certificate that he wasn't born in America. I don't even know if that what's the truth is on that. But that was like the second 
experience of a president supposedly lying or getting caught, or they were wondering if that was the truth. You know, and then I think with President Trump, I think it's pretty obvious any 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 of these allegations with females. I think it's fair to say it probably did happen. You know, so to me that wasn't some kind of big lie. But but today now we have our president now. He's actually lying every day. Number one, he's lying every day. Number two, he's not even speaking one truth that I that I know of. Everything's a lie that comes out of his mouth. So, so that's how how sixty years have progressed. You know, I mean, was it? It was what George Washington said. I cannot tell a lie, right? I believe, from what I remember, with the apple tree and everything. So we went to our first president that cannot tell a lie, to now president who can't tell the truth. And to me, that's amazing. It, it's sadly amazing. How what's happened in 60 years and and it's almost to the point where we see it every day that it seems like it's okay and I'll tell you it's not or at least for me it's not and then we have look we have Corinne Jean-Pierre who's literally paid by our taxpayers money to lie to us every day and I don't know I guess we seem to be okay with that it amazes me that that Peter Ducey, who I think is dynamite, or anybody else, but I would think Peter would be the guy to do it. It is. It amazes me that one of those press guys or gals in the audience. I'm surprised that that it hasn't happened yet. One one guy or gal just would stand up and say to Corinne Jean Pierre, "Could you stop just lying to the American public? I can't take it anymore. I'm out. I quit. I can't do this. I can't sit here every day and listen to you lie to the American public. I wish one time one person would get up and say that. He'll probably lose his job, he or she, but you know what? That will be a nice slap in the face to the Americans like a wake-up call. Like we, we, we have to make people accountable for lying and we're not doing it. We're not doing it. We, we, seem, we seem to be okay with people lying. We're just kind of writing it off as, oh, well, those are politicians. Oh, that's the government. They lie. I, I don't think that's good that we're, we're, allow, we're allowing this to happen. We're not calling out anybody on it. So, again, it seems like most of our presidents in the last 60 years, for the most part, were truthful or at least weren't stupid enough to get caught. But now we have a president who's literally lying on purpose and lying every day. And now, look at the media. We used to believe in the media, right? We used to believe in news reporters. We used to be glued to the TV or the radio and trust that with a, what a newscaster, or whatever you want to call them, a news announcer, a newscaster was saying was actually the truth. I think it was fair to say that we made the assumption that what they're telling us are A, are facts, number one, and B... They've been verified, you know, great. And once in a while, they made a mistake. The media or newspapers or news outlets have made a mistake and they redacted it, right? Or they, what's the term? Was it re- not redact? What's the term? I forget. Where they, you know, they admit it was wrong and I guess then they redacted it. Maybe that's it. You know, so we, I, growing up, you know, that's kind of how things were. But now we have, we have a media that, not only doesn't tell us the truth, doesn't tell us the facts, they're 
they're spewing a narrative that's that they're told to spew and vomit. That the news media now, they're they're just pushing a direction. They're not. They're supposed to be non-biased and just letting us know the facts. Right? Just the facts, ma'am. What was that from Dragnet? Just the facts, ma'am. But we're not getting just the facts. We're not getting any facts. We're getting a story. We're not getting the story, as Dan Bongino always says. We're getting a story, not the story. And no one's calling them, none of us are calling them out on this. Like, for example, this thing with Alvin Bragg, the uh, the, the district attorney of Manhattan, New York. You know, the guy, you know, it's all over the media now because he's, you know, he's, he's with this bullshit indictment of, of, um, of President Trump. I mean, you could indict anybody. Right? And just so you know what an indictment is, what you're doing is, at least at the state level, because I've been part of it as a witness, bringing cases uh, when I was a detective with NYPD, bringing cases, you know, having, getting guys indicted or suspects indicted, right? It's easy to indict somebody. And I even did, I did obviously federal as well. It's very easy to get a state or a federal indictment or, or a state or federal grand jury to indict someone. It's very, very easy. And they always say in New York, you, you can indict a ham sandwich, right? There was, I forget where that expression came from. But anyway, it's very easy to get somebody indicted. What it means is that, and I forget how many members are on the grand jury, I don't recall. And what you're doing is the prosecutor, whether it's federal or state, is presenting evidence and that's why I was there as either a detective or a federal agent for my part of the case, right? What did evidence did I uncover? You know, things like that. So what you're doing is you're, the prosecution is presenting evidence, factual evidence, that A, a crime has been committed, and B, that your guy or your suspect possibly did that crime. Not factually, but possibly. That's, that's what a grand jury is. You just have to show that a, a crime was committed and that your guy's a good chance that your guy, it's reasonable to believe by the grand jury, the members of the grand jury, that this guy did that, whatever it is. So it's really easy to indict anybody. It pretty much is. You know, especially when A, a crime was committed and B, your guy had something to do with it. It's pretty easy. And that just starts the clock for... You know, there's so many, so much time now to to bring the case to trial and all that stuff. It's really a procedural thing. That's why not everybody gets um, indicted because it start like you don't, you're not, you don't want to be so quick to indict somebody because then it starts the clock rolling. And if you don't have a good case, you know, you don't want to run the clock out, so to speak, right? So it's very easy to indict somebody. So don't, you know, I, I, most people I think they think, oh my God, Trump's guilty. He's getting indicted. No, it doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't. Getting indicted means nothing. It's not fun, and I wouldn't want to get indicted for anything, but it really means nothing. Seriously. All right. But it has a lot. It's, a, it's more about smoke and mirrors. But the point is, so a lot in the media for the last, what, week now, everyone's talking about how Alvin, Alvin Bragg is going to indict Trump. He's going to be in handcuffs. And, and it, you know, everybody's quarterbacking it, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking it. But yet yeah, no one's... You know, and the media loves spewing it, right? What's going on? But no one's calling him out. I don't know why the media, who's supposed to get at the facts and at the truth, that's their job, or I thought it was their job. No one is. No one has the guts on the news outlets to say, 
you know, to try and interview Mr. You know Alvin Bragg or, or ask him. And of course, he's not going to comment because he's you know he's a he's a fake um, lamb. So of course, he's not going to admit anything. But why isn't the media like saying, putting it out there to put pressure on him and saying, why why is Alvin Bragg bringing this BS case now seven years later? When first of all he he chose not to indict once already. The feds didn't indict. The Department of Justice didn't. There was nothing there either. They 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 denied it. Like they they didn't bother with it. The statute of limitations on a misdemeanor is two years. He's trying to make it into a felony, which makes the statute of limitations five years. And either way, it's over. It's been it's been seven years. So I don't know why the media isn't calling Alvin Bragg out. Just putting it out there, putting pressure on him, letting him watch this, putting pressure on him, saying, Mr. Bragg, please tell us what, why are you bringing this case now after, A, the statute of limitations is over, and B, after you, everyone else, including you, has declined to do this the first time around. Why is, why is the media not asking these questions to bring the truth out? I don't understand that. I thought that was their job. To not only report the facts, but to try and get to the facts. You know, investigative reporters. I thought that was their job. But they're just spewing the um, the drama of it. Oh, Trump might get handcuffed in on Tuesday. Or, you know, Trump, you know, he asked um, people to demonstrate. So security's on high alert. Like, they're talking about all the other bullshit but no one's asking him, Mr. Bragg, please tell us, why are you bringing this case? You know he's not going to answer it, but at least you're going to call him out on it. You're going to expose him, not for his lies. You're not going to expose him for the fact that he's paid by George Soros to do this, but you're going to expose the fact that he's afraid to tell the truth. That's what I want to see. I want to see that this guy's afraid to tell the truth. I know he is, but I want, I want him called out on that. Just like I would, I want Trump called out on this whole China thing, China and Russian money that he's getting. I'd like to see him called out on it. And again, they're not doing it either. No one's talking about it. And you know what's funny? Today I saw in the news that they're, God, my God, they're coming after Trump so hard right now. They're trying to lock up his attorneys, make his attorneys um, speak at different hearings or, or being deposed or whatever. They're talking about, they mentioned again about the, the, um, his um, uh, possession of, of uh, top secret documents. Meanwhile, Biden had so much, so many more in different places when he wasn't even supposed to have them as a, as a vice president. But no one's calling these people out. We just keep hearing about Trump, 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 Trump. Because why? Because they're so afraid he's going to win in 2024 and they so, so want to block him from running. That, that's pretty obvious. Because if he gets back in, He's going to clean house, and that's what the powers that be are afraid of. They're afraid of him cleaning house. He's going to revamp the fake FBI. He's going to revamp, um, probably, you know, uh, uh, was it um, what's a dopey unit now? Homeland Security. You know, he's going to revamp all that and border, you know, border patrol, which needs to be done. So that's what they're afraid of. So it's all about Trump. It's always been all about Trump. And I'm, I'm kind of sick of it because for two reasons. Number one, he should be back in office. He's the only guy that could save us right now. I love Ron DeSantis, but Trump has the experience. 
he has the balls to tell was what's his what's the Asian guy's name? Ping, ZZ Ping, I don't know, ZZ Tops, I don't know what the guy's name is. He's got the balls to tell him and tell Putin, if you do this, I'm gonna blow you out of the water. He's already said it to one of the leaders. We need a guy like that. I don't think DeSantis has the balls to do that. I like him. I think he's he's gonna be a great he is a great leader. I think he, I think he would be a great president, but I'd rather see him president four years you know four years from now. We need Trump back in there to kick ass. We do, and I don't care if he's grabbing a little snatch on the side. So what? Really? You'd rather I, I'd rather have a president that's grabbing some snatch on the side than a president who's stealing, who's taking money from China and, and Russia. You know, come on, lesser of two evils. But again, let's get back on track. I, I, I want to see these people called out for their lies or at least exposed for them afraid to tell the truth. And the media is just not doing it. They're just not doing it. I don't get it. I really don't. I mean, I get why, but I don't get how we, the American people, are, are not putting our foot down. I don't get how we, the American people, are allowing this to happen. And again, there's really, other than protests, you know, peaceful protests, which is our constitutional right. Other than that, I don't know how we can put our foot down except when it comes time for election. And getting these people, getting these Democrats out of office. Because it's the Democrats that are doing this to us and some Republicans, but... I think we have to we have to put our foot down. We do, you know. Uh, or maybe another way we could do it is by not watching the news. But you know, that's that's our only outlet. That's why, believe it or not, I love TikTok because I seem it seems that I get like real news on TikTok that you're not going to hear on these woke media outlets. You know, you'll get the real reports that the woke media outlets don't want you to see. So like I said, I really believe the truth shall set you free. The problem is there is no more truth anymore. Thanks for listening to Say It Ain't So Joe. My name is Joe, and I had something to say. Oh, no, he didn't. Yes, I did. Have a great week.